worship the name of the Lord. Let us start to bless his holy name. Wash our face with holy we bow before your throne, we worship at your feet, we bow before your throne, you are the glorious God. We bow before your throne. We worship at your feet. We bow before your throne. You are the glorious God. How excellent is your name, oh Lord. How excellent, how excellent is your name, oh Lord. In our lives, how excellent is your name, how excellent is your name. How excellent is your name, oh Lord, how excellent, how excellent is your name, oh how excellent is your name, how excellent is your name, oh Lord. Let us open our mouth and start thanking him for bringing us before his throne today. Father, Lord, we thank you. Let's thank you. Let's thank you for waking us up this morning to be among the living. Let's thank you because it's the one that woke us up this morning. We did not wake ourselves. Let us thank, let us open our mouth and thank you for what he has done, oh Lord, for what he has done in our life, for keeping us alive, for us to be standing and be praising him, for us to be able to come before him. Let's open our mouth and thank him, oh Lord. Father, Lord, we worship you, Lord. We exalt you. We magnify your holy name. We give you all glory. We give you all thanks. Ancient of days, Lion of Judah, for keeping us alive, Lord. Thank you for keeping us alive. We bow before you. Let us open our mouth and thank you. Oh, Lord Jesus, we bless you. Oh, Lord Jesus, we bless you. Oh, Lord Jesus, we bless you. Exalt you, Lord, in Jesus' Father, Lord, we thank you. Father, Lord, we bless your holy name. We give you all glory. We give you all thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Let us open our mouth and thank you. No, my career. Our provision last last week for keeping you alive, for taking you out and bringing you back home. Thank you. Oh, Lord. Thank you for provision, for protection, for divine healing. Father, we bless you. Father, Lord, we want to hear you today. We want to hear you speak to us, Lord. We want to hear you speak to everything that concerns us in Jesus' mighty name. We want that word from you, that word that you want us to hear. Father, Lord, speak to us, Lord, through your service this morning in the mighty name of Let us open our mouth, Lord. Ask him to speak to you this morning. Ask him to speak to you this morning. Open your mouth and speak to him. Father, Lord, we want to hear you, Lord. We want to hear you. Concerning that situation, I'm facing to the Father. Lord, speak to that situation. Speak to me. I want you to speak to me this morning, O Lord. We want to hear you this morning, O Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, open your mouth and ask Him, O Lord. Ask Him to speak to you. Ask Him to speak to you this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus, O Lord, everlasting Father, O Lord. 
Father, Lord, we ask, oh Lord, that you speak to me, oh Lord. Father, Lord, speak to me. That word, that word that you want me to hear, confirm everything that I'm preaching to you, Lord. Father, Lord, I want you to hear you speak to me. I want you to hear you speak to me, oh Lord, this morning. Open your mouth and talk to him, oh Lord, to speak to you. That word that you want you to hear, open your mouth and ask him, oh Lord. Father, Lord, speak to me this morning. Speak to me, oh Lord. Father, Lord, speak to me, oh Lord, in Jesus' mighty name we pray. We are going to open our mouth and ask, oh Lord. For his presence to come in our midst. Father, Lord, we want to feel your presence in our midst. Open your mouth, O oh Lord, and speak to him, O oh Lord. Father, Lord, we want to feel your presence in our midst in the mighty name of Jesus, O oh Lord. We want, we want you, O oh Lord, to come down, O oh Lord. Touch each and every one of us. We want to feel you this morning. Holy Spirit, come down. Come down. Touch each and every one of us, O oh Lord. We want to feel your presence, O oh Lord, everlasting Father. Come in our midst this morning, O oh Lord. Come in our midst this morning, O oh Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, Lord, we want you to come down. Holy Spirit, we want you to come in our midst. In Jesus' mighty name, Holy Spirit, come down. Come in our midst, O Lord. Touch each and every one of us. Touch us, O Lord. Touch us this morning. Touch us this morning. Holy Spirit, move me now. Oh, that's understand. 
Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. We're going to pray, oh Lord, that as we come here today, that we'll never go back home. Go back home this day. That God will touch anything that concerns us today in the mighty oh, name of Jesus. That He will do that which only He can do in our lives. Let us open our mouth and ask God, oh Lord, to come and take absolute control. That that thing, that blessing that He has for us, oh Lord, that we will receive it this morning in the mighty name of Jesus, oh Lord. Father, Lord, everlasting Father, come and touch our situation, oh Lord. We want that blessing that you have in store for us, oh Lord. Father, Lord. We have come this morning to receive it over, and there's nothing that will stop us from receiving our blessing today. In the mighty name of Jesus, oh Lord, we might be small, but we know that we are mighty in the presence of God. In the mighty name of Jesus, He said, "Whatever two or three died, He said, you will be our midst." Oh Lord, everlasting Father, we have come, oh Lord, and He said, oh Lord, wherever we agree on the thing, that it shall come to pass. Father, Lord, we ask, oh Lord, that every blessing, every of our blessing that is withheld, oh Lord. Jesus, Father, Lord, we thank you. We worship 
and exalted. For in Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Let us ask for life and life. Put a new song in my mouth. Put a new song in my mouth. Let's go on, Lord. Father, Lord, put a new song in my mouth, oh Lord. Put a new song, oh Lord. Daddy, Lord, put a new song in my mouth. In the mighty name of Jesus, oh Lord. I want to sing a new song, oh Lord. Father, Lord, concerning everything in my life, oh Lord. I want to sing a new song. Concerning my marriage, I want to sing a new song. Concerning my children, I want to sing a new song. Concerning my business, I want to sing a new song. Concerning my job, I Father, Lord, give the glory. You are the church of destiny. Father, I want to sing the music. In the mighty name of Jesus, you are the King of Kings and the Lord of God. The young Messiah, the answer by fire, Father, Lord, give the glory. Say the Lord, never return to you void until God has expected me in our lives. Father, Lord, we have come all night everlasting, Father. Thank you. 
For in Jesus' mighty name, we pray. We're going to now this time we're going to pray for a peace and love assembly. Let's open our mouth and say, God, He said you'll build it. Remind him, He said you'll build this church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Open your mouth and pray. God, you are the one that has called uh, our pastor. Father, Lord, we ask for Lord. The peace on our peace and love assembly is your church. Father, Lord. Let every plans of the enemy concerning this love assembly. Let us pray that God will come against this in the mighty name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. Father, Lord, this is your church, O oh Lord. Father, Lord, we did not gather here because of ourselves, O oh Lord. We are gathered here because of you, O oh Lord. You are the one that has called peace and love assembly. We ask, O oh Lord, that no gate of hell shall be able to prevail over peace and love assembly. Let's open our mouth and pray. Everlasting Father, Lord, we commit peace and love assembly unto your hands, O oh Lord. Father, Lord, King of glory, whatsoever might be the plans of the enemies. That will that doesn't want peace and love assembly to stand, O Lord. Father, Lord, we come my face with destroying the mighty name of Jesus. We come my face the plans of the concerning peace and love assembly in the mighty name of Jesus, O Lord. Father, Lord, whatsoever my big plans of the enemies, O Lord, that doesn't want us to have the place of our own, O Lord, that doesn't want your church to stand, O Lord. Father, Lord, we come my face with destroying in the mighty name of Jesus. All your mouth and pray for peace and love assembly. Jesus, the mighty name we pray. You're going to open your mouth. 
the Father Lord, that word that you want us to hear concerning the doctrine that number seven, in order for your church to move on, speak to us, Lord. Spirit to us, Lord. We want to hear this book to us concerning this love assembly. Daddy, Lord, we need direction from you. We ask you, O Lord, that you speak to our heart. Speak to us concerning this love assembly. We know that you move your church forward, O Lord. Oh, Daddy, Lord, we want to hear you. We want to hear this that word, that word, one word, O Lord, that you need to speak to us, O Lord, for us to hear. For the love of God, I'll be trying to hear you, O Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, O Lord. Oh, I hear you, O Lord, hear you. Amen. 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 Amen.
Come, come and receive our worship in the name of Jesus. 
Thank you, Almighty God. Lord, today do something special, oh God. Something miraculous. Something that we have been waiting for for a long, long time, Almighty God. Please come and do it in our midst, in the name of Jesus, and be exalted forever. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. <coughs> Amen. Good morning. Everybody, good morning. Good to see all of us. God bless you. It's been a while. But we thank God that he has brought us again into his presence. And we can say uh, uh, we are in his presence again, singing hallelujah to Jesus. And his name is glorified, even in our midst forever, in Jesus' name. So welcome, welcome. This is, we are now in the last week of April. It's so amazing. It's so amazing. Uh, this past weekend or a few days has been very, very busy. We had so much of activity. First, we had the, I, I hope many of you were able to watch the Eurocon. The Eurocon, the ordination service, the one in Bakslavia, or what do they call it, Bracolaslavia, you know. Uh, I'm sure that um, there's still a lot, so many things that God has done for us. And uh, even yesterday, we had the leadership um, conference. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to attend that because I was I had a, a conflicting engagement. But it's just, you know, God is just giving us so much for us to engage in. Uh, and I, I pray that, uh, you know, it's not just engaging in activity, but, you know, connecting with the Spirit. And uh, we have received so much of blessings in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So welcome again. Welcome, welcome. We give God all the glory and all the praise in Jesus' name. Uh, I want us to, I was thinking I want us to set aside a day to do like a business meeting so that we can do some business. Of, uh, some of us who want to go into business or some of us who are doing business, they can come and share ideas and then we'll bring in some people and then we can pray on all our resources so that God will bless us more and more. More and more. Because uh, when we network like that, you know, all the networking and in, in working or anything is very important for us so that we can also bless, be a blessing unto the church. Amen. Um, from the... What is it called? From the app. What's the app called? I, I think... Eh? No, no, no. The one that we used to assign... Uh, oh, planning. 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 So everybody knows what and what. I, I hope you have all seen what and what. Because it's like, that's the planning platform now. <laughs> you have to be... That's why we, we assign roles and everything there. And... Uh, our, our leader tells us to, you know, to look into it. God will help us. So who is doing the Sunday school now? Okay. Our brother is doing the Sunday school. Amen. So who is doing the, who is taking the offering? <clears throat> can you check for us so that we can see? So we thank God that uh, Sister Lanka is here. Is take, she has taken the, the opening prayer. Really powerful one. Who is on the distance? Uh, we all know all the rules. Sorry. Is the choice or a connector here? Hmm. Imagine the twenty will connect each other. 
She says it's okay. Who's on the upper? Okay, we have been assigned offering daddy. Offering is daddy. Announcement. 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 Mommy asked me. Daddy offering. Daddy, did you hear me? Okay. Uh, uh, worship. Uh, daddy offering. Announcement. Mommy asked me. Just click send. Just send invite. Send invite to everybody. Yeah, we are here. Yeah, we are here. So. Oh yeah, let's go into Sunday school. Let's let's go into Sunday school. We we thank God. Uh, how many of you remember that I said that an era is ending? That God said an era is ending. That this is this year an era will end. It's going to wipe away all those errors, the errors of uh, um, even error could be could be people, it could be uh, handwriting that was written against us, it could be uh, ordinances against us that have been there from eternity, ancient time. God said He's going to to remove everything. Uh, since uh, in the past two, three months now, especially those of us from southwest of Nigeria, we have seen uh, how many kings now die. A king died yesterday too. Or day before yesterday night, or in the early hours of yesterday, and was buried yesterday. Uh, whether he was, I didn't see, I didn't, I didn't see him being buried because they did the Muslim rights and took him inside somewhere. So they had to go and do the containing the Arukushanka. But the only thing I saw was them putting the the cops on his throne again. And then driving everybody out. So they closed the door. We don't know what happened. But uh, all the first class kings and that they are... put something inside the casket. On top, inside. We don't know that. <laughs> I didn't know. Well, we don't know. I, I was just looking at it that is the the way they wrap him up in that white cloth. That uh, it doesn't look like it's just somebody. So we don't know. We we just want to we want to say that um, errors are ending. He said uh, many are the devices in the heart of a man. He said, but only the plan of God shall stand. Some, so many people had plans for a chieftaincy title or something like that. So many people had plans to see the Baba for, for a connection. Yeah. Uh, even the Baba just married a new girl of 24 years old. And he was seen two days before his death, dancing with the girl. Yeah, when he goes out, he goes with at least 13 wives at a time. So, God, 
you know, that's why I don't understand some people who think that heaven and earth belongs to them. That God is the ultimate. God is the ultimate. So we, we just continue to watch the seasons and the times. Uh, even though they are talking of election, we are waiting to know. We'll see. They have warned them to slow down fire and they refuse. So that prostrate cancer don't blow. How do you know? It's the people. Uh -huh. There was a titiri, so. Uh-huh, a titiri. Oh, you don't marry 24 years old. So, well, thank yes. God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sunday school. Let's just continue to pray. God is cleansing the earth. It's cleansing. It's cleansing not just the whole heart. Oh, my prayer and the prayer I prayed is that God should cleanse even the, my, own, my own garden. And approve to whatever does not belong to him in the guardian of my life in Jesus' name. Yeah, yeah. We will see in Jesus' name. Okay, you can see Putin. Putin is a, a strong power, be a principality. We will see. There is the end of era. Communist, maybe that's the end of it. You even went to church yesterday. Putin. So, so God is speaking, oh, he that has a hear, let him hear. That's what I want to say. Amen. Oh, yeah, for come and take. Esther, can you maintain voice silence? You know what I mean? Keep your mouth shut for one minute, eh? Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. All right, it's time for uh, Sunday school. Wow. I just want to um, announce, I don't know if this is um, decorum or if it is right time to announce it, but we're having some technical problems. Shall I announce it? I think it's not. So uh, when we came in this morning, we found out that the table was moved all the way here. Wires were all over the table. I didn't know what was going on at first. And then uh, trying to connect now to the TV so that we can project not working. We have hymns, we have songs, everything that we want to project, but we can't. Um, Let me go to the... Yeah, you can go to the front step, the front door reception, tell them we want to project and talk to them. So, uh, we won't be able to project that easily. Delay is trying all tips and tricks to try and do so. If the worst comes to the worst, we'll turn this stage display over here to everybody so that everybody can peek from it from their far distance. But that's just from the technical side of things. Uh, I thought I'd start with the bad news. Do you want to hear the good news? <laughs> the good news is that we have this device over here, praise the Lord. It's a conference device, and um, it's got a mute button here on the top. So, so if, uh, for, a, for example, um, 
the pastor or anybody says something they don't want anybody else on telegram to hear just press mute for a short time and turn it back off it has omnidirectional mics round it so you know how i used to give everybody mics to wear all that time i, I found that it wasn't efficient changing it like oh you take it then you give it to the next person to talk all we do is just drop this down here it picks up our sound and we're free to go. I don't have to disturb anybody again. So the church is upgrading. Praise the Lord. We are going higher and higher in Jesus' name. All right. So <laughs> it's just sad that um, this one is giving us problems. Hopefully, I pray that uh, as Daddy has gone downstairs to go and talk to them and try and fix it, it will be fixed in Jesus' name. They won't tell us anything like, ah, you are not paying to use the TV. You know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. It's good to see your lovely and wonderful faces in this place today. Hasn't God been good to you? Well, he has been good to me. Maybe I've been good to me only. I don't know about you, but we thank God for his grace and his glory. Amen. Pull out that thing at the back. Take out the charger. Thank you. Praise the Lord. All right. Today we are going to talk about relationship with the opposite sex. And wow, I have um, <laughs> God being so good to me. I've read a lot about this stuff in the past. So uh, you get to hear a different perspective. Amen. All right. Last time we spoke about occultism is evil. There are so many things that ask the question that. Christian churches are occult. How do you tell the difference between an occult and a church? You know, because there are some churches you go, you don't know that they are a cult. Before you know it's too late, you've wrapped yourself in with some people where you can never ever leave that church. You know, or if you leave, you'll be seeing things flying about in your room in the night. <laughs> so how do you tell the difference um, between an occult and a normal church. Um, anybody wants to help? Um, Sister Yinka, any idea pops into mind? Um, give your mom the mic to me so that uh, this thing can pick up her voice. It's very hard. Mm. I mean, there are those inner knowings, you know, that you may just... By their fruits, you will know them. Mm. Praise the Lord. It's very difficult. So, God will help us in Jesus' name. And occult normally is known by its words, secrecy. All right, by what is quiet, you know, uh, they don't want you to talk about certain things in this church. You know, there are some things that in this church too we don't want you to talk about, but they are reasonable and personal things, you know. Have some respect for some certain people, don't be bringing up their subject out into the open just like that. There are some things that uh, some of you tell the pastor, the pastor can tell the whole church, you know. But when it comes to matters of how we practice our faith, if you are secret 
about that. The three amazing people. Today. There are some people before I didn't know. Is in those days when uh, we didn't have the pandemic. In those days, you would shake hands with some people. Like, why are you shaking my hand in this weird way? You don't know that they have a free amazing way of shaking hands. They will show you like, ah, ah, what kind of shake is this? They will poke their hand into their um, large finger into your palm, you know, or, or they will open up this hand like this in order to hold you in a certain kind of like, oh, what kind of, sometimes they walk around, they have rings, certain kind of weird rings. Sometimes they put their hand in their shirt like this, you know, and they're just going about like, this man is not cold. What is going on? You know, everything has a sign to them. They know themselves. Yeah, the color, the color they wear. Yeah. So you see, and sometimes it's not just the free mason only. You have the je, you have the je, the Jesuits, you have the Knights Templar, you have the Order of the Golden Dawn, you have the Order of this, you have this lodge here, you have that lodge there, you know, just be careful. God will help us all in Jesus' name. And then we have stuff too. Even in the even in the Marines, um, you have all sorts of sex cults everywhere. You know, I mean, it won't take you long to find if there's even one here in Kent. You know, they are just everywhere. Uh, God will help us all in Jesus' name. Especially in places of power. You know, in Parliament Place, in London, they have whatever they do over there. So we need to continue to pray for ourselves, for our countries, for our leaders, that these people will bring their stuff out into the open. And also we have witches and wizards in places of power. For example, if you look at the people, because there's a difference between the message and the, I mean, the movement and the organization. The movement of, for example, of Black Lives Matter is good, all right? It has a good cause. But the organization that started it were witches, witches began it. And uh, you see all the news now that is coming out from me that they used all the people that gave that donated to them. They used it to buy houses. They used to buy home. They um, sued them for fraud, and uh, they are going after them. You know. So we have to open our brain of understanding to know how to rightly divide, not just the Bible, the Word of Truth, but rightly divide situations. God will help us all in Jesus' name. Occultism is bad. And uh, that's why you have to pray every day. I don't know whether you want to pray on your food, because some of the brands we buy sometimes, hmm, you don't know what they've done to it. The symbols they have for their logo. Even your phone, Apple phone. Has anybody ever looked at it and thought, why is that there? If you look at the Apple symbol, Apple has a small bite in front of it. Why? The Garden of Eden. Eve ate that fruit. And one what? According to the occult world, when you eat that fruit, it brings enlightenment that God didn't want us to open our eyes, but Eve went to go and eat it, and her eyes was open. So you use all this product, even I look, I'm not I'm guilty too. 
I wish more Christians would make more Christian stuff. But the devil is making some good pro products out there, okay? Yeah, uh, we know the slave labor that um, Apple they would use in China, and the people in China are killing themselves, throwing themselves off from building because they are working and working and they are paying them with peanuts, you know. God will help us out. This world is a broken world. Uh, we need to continue to advance the kingdom of God because we have already won in Jesus' name. So um, I think it was Mommy Esme who took the topic last week, and uh, we all have thought about that. Um, in digging deeper class, maybe I'll take you deeper into it, but that's not our topic for today. It's just to open our eyes to that. Amen. Amen. All right. Relationship with the opposite sex. It is such a, a deep, harmonious things, a thing. Many times we've, we've, uh, we understand the relationship with the opposite sex from an instinctive perspective. Uh, when it comes to instincts, what are the things that touch your instincts? You have your subconscious, you have your unconscious, and you just find yourself behaving in a certain way. You know certain things exist, but you do not know how to explain why. Today we are going to try by the special grace of God in Sunday school to put words to some of these mysteries. And God will help us in Jesus' name. Let us pray to the Lord Jesus and say, Father, please guide me in all my relationships. Father, guide me in all my relationships, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Ask the Lord to increase your social intelligence. Father, increase my emotional intelligence. Father, guide me in all relationships, O oh God, in everything that I need to know, in everything that I need to do, to the glory and honor of your name, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. All right, let's open our Bible to 1 Corinthians chapter 10, from verse 31 to 32. Sister Anita, are you available to read for us? 1 Corinthians chapter 10 from verse 31 to 32. So for me, take the mic. Hey, how did you do it? Praise the Lord. Today has become the technical genius niece who has uh, done this for She has wow, wirelessly Joined, joined up with the TV. All right, over to you then, uh, Sister Anita. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31 to 32. Yes, to 32, please. Whether, this, whether therefore ye eat or drink, or whatsoever ye do, do all to the glory of God. Give more offense, neither to the Jews, nor to the Gentiles, nor to the church of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. All right. Relationship with the opposite sex. Our memory verse is Romans chapter 13, verse 14. Romans chapter 13, verse 14. Um, today has plenty of work to do there, but take your time. More grace to you, more leeway. We know you're doing your best as well in Jesus' name. Romans chapter 13, verse 14. 
And um, if you have your personal Bibles, if they are there, say, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, there we go. On the table, amen. One, two, go. For put him on, on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the laws thereof. Romans 13, 14. Again, for put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make not provisions for the flesh um, to fulfill the laws thereof. Romans 13, 14. Mommy Esme, you want to give, give it a try? <laughs> to say it by heart or just say it in your own words. Open me, please, the mic. So that this will pick up Mommy Esme. Okay. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. For the flesh. Amen. Yeah. So when when you so that is the way we make sure we don't have any space for flesh activities to show up. How? You put on the Lord Jesus. Holy Spirit, speak to us, O God, in Jesus' name. What is the essence of these two places that we've read and how they relate to relationship with the opposite sex in essence? Well, from where we've read, when we say put on the Lord Jesus, we are seeing that this is a modus operandi for how we are then to exhibit that shining light of Jesus towards what? The opposite sex. When you are trying to deal with the opposite sex from your own personal behavior, you will fail. But when you are trying to deal with the opposite sex from the perspective of Jesus, you will do what? You will succeed. So that is how we deal with things. Now, why is it? There is, there is something about life. We know this whole earth, this whole life has what? Structure to it. There is a structure to this life, and there is a way that we are meant to do things, all right? Um, remember I told you a while ago that when it comes to, um, re to living life, all right, the ontology of how we act in life, there are three main things that we need to consider. The first one is what? Consciousness. What is the state of your consciousness? What is the health of your consciousness? Thank you very much. Yeah, that's fine. Um, if they can connect the did they between the HDMI wireless, which one doesn't take too, too much task on the computer? Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll talk to them at, at the end that they should return the HDMI if if they can because the wireless is very slow. They say it's the people that use the SD card. 
Uh, it's not their first time. If they can do it for us, well, if not, I will, I will, I will do it free of charge. But I don't want to touch their stuff. We don't want to disrupt church. We want church to be high quality. Okay, sorry for that disruption. We'll go on now. Let's continue. All right. So remember that I told you that there are three main things that you have to display when it comes to the social way that life works. I'm sorry, you're going to see me close my eyes most of the time because the stuff I'm about to talk about is heavy stuff and deep stuff. So there are three main things in ontology when it comes to human relationship in this world. Number one is what? Consciousness. You need to understand the quality of your consciousness and how it operates. Number two is what? Power. You need to understand where you are where you are situated in relationship with things. All right. If because we are here in the UK, we have certain powers so such as we, we can vote. If you are in Nigeria, you don't have any power over there. If you are in any other country, you don't have any power over there. But where power is all about what relationships. Well. That is one type of power. Another type of power is what? A dunamis kind of power, which is just raw power by itself. And the third thing you need to consider is what? You need to consider drama. Drama is very important. Remember I said to you when we were in your logical class that there are two types of faith, heaven-bound faith and what? Earth-bound faith. Heaven-bound faith, if you add works into it, it will die. Earth-bound faith, if you add works into it, it will come alive. So that when James says what? Faith without works is dead, is in the context of earthly faith. Are there some earthly things you believe God for? You must what? Act on those things. Are there some earthly things, for example, the context of James says, well, your brother comes to you, knocks on your door. I don't have food. I don't have clothes to wear. And then you say that, oh, go. I believe God for you. You'll be fine. Mm -mm, it's not going to work. You must, faith without works is what? Dead. James said, show me your faith. And we spoke about the context of Abraham, that it, that it, that it is because Abraham did some certain things that we can see and we can gain from. The Bible then went on in Romans where Paul was saying that if Abraham was justified by faith, he had some, I mean, if Abraham was justified by works, he has something to glory of, but not before God, which means the reason that Abraham took action and obeyed God, it benefits who? Us. He can glory before us and say, look, I obeyed God. I did what God told me to do, okay? And, um, but when it comes to God's own perspective, remember that God said to Samuel, when Samuel was about to choose a new king before he chose David, when he looked at David's brother. He said, oh, this one is tall. This one is this. This one is that. But God said to him, don't look at me outside. You, you look at me outside me. I look on the heart. So, when it comes to your heaven-bound faith, it is uh, God is much more concerned about your heart's posture 
than he is concerned about your external actions, okay? Now, there are some people who try to teach manners. England, we know that Englishmen are all about manners. We see that manners in those days maketh men, as they said, you know. You have to be able to know how to say, please, sir, excuse me, please. Gentlemen came from England, you know, all of these things. You know how the Englishmen are, right? So there is um, culture and the way that people treat themselves, respect themselves. But come and see nowadays. You change the exterior for the interior. When an English person is being respectful to you and gentle to you and all of those things, they can actually be respectful for you and be gentle to you as they destroy you, as they kill you, as they put you in trouble. They'll be smiling in your face because you, you can change what is on the outside. This is why parents, when you are training up your children, rather than concentrating on the outside, don't talk to me like that, da, da, da. your children will end up not talking to you in a rude way, but they'll be destroying you still. You've not changed anything. They'll be smiling at you. They'll be gentle. Oh, no, ma, no, sir, it's not like that, blah, blah, blah. And then the heart of destruction is still there. The heart of evil is still there. They'll be caught just... When you want to train up children, make sure that their hearts push children. Because God the Father is already doing the right thing, concentrating on what? The hearts push children. This is why you don't treat all children the same way. All right? God too doesn't treat everybody the same way. There are some people, Adam and Eve, their sin was what? Eat fruit. And, and, be, and that sin of eating fruits was enough to change their hearts in such a way that God had to what? Punish their sins. Now, some of you, you will eat fruits to the day you die. God will then save you on your deathbed. There are some sins that, that the Jew would do once he is gone. You, you'll be doing that sin every day. There are witches and wizards that have eaten the stars of some children, eaten the placentas of some people, killed many babies in the spiritual realm, stolen glories. God will not kill them until the deathbed where they are like, God, forgive me, and God will bring them into glory. Sometimes I look at these things, and say, oh, God, you are not just. God, you are not fair. People will be doing bad things and on their deathbed, let God be judge. Okay? Let God be who? Be judge. As I always say, when people were asking Jesus, and saying to him that this person, uh, John, is he going to live for a thousand years? Jesus said, look, if I want you to live for a thousand years, what is that to you? All right? What is that to you? You follow me. Jesus also told the parable of the people who somebody called to come and work in a field. And he said that the first people who came to work in a field, he paid them. He went out again the during the end of the war, called some more people into the field. He called them the cave. He paid those who came at the end as equally as he paid those who came at the beginning. The people who came at the beginning said, ah, we laid down the groundwork. We did this, we did that. And some people who have been persecuted for 
their faith. Gone through hell for their faith. In Islamic countries, in uh, communist countries, in all of these things. And they are now looking at Christians like you and I, who are enjoying Christianity. We have days to come to church, clap hands, <laughs> jubilate every day. And God is paying you as equally as those who are in China in, or in North Korea. North Korea in underground church churches who can't come out for fear that they'll be killed, they'll be destroyed. God is paying you us all equally. Look, at the end of the day, let God be who? Be judge. Let him be judge. So you follow him. You face your own God. There are some ways, for example, I think I'll bring my family's own into perspective. There are some ways, for example, that uh, my dad may, may talk to me, and then I'll feel hurt. Ah, ah, why are you talking to me? And then I talk to him back the same way, spoke to him, like, no, you don't talk to me. It is, this is a one-way traffic. But then I'll be feeling the heart burn too at the same time, where God is saying, look, you, you are doing this, but you know I'm judging him differently than you. You, you are doing it with a certain kind of heart that I can kill you now. He, he doesn't know what he's doing. So, let me judge you differently. You follow me. Different things like that in the Bible. You do what? Follow God. Uh, I hope you don't mind if I bring our relationship out into the open. Amen. So, relationship with the opposite sex is what we are talking of today. And the, the thing you have to understand, and I'll just bring this out, you know, uh, men and women are different. Men and women are what? Are different. Disney, for example, got sued, and now we've quieted them because they were trying to bring out all this transgender stuff, gender confusion into our children's mind, LGBT stuff, because they got sued, and now we've, quiet, we've quieted them. All right? There are many LGBT people who shouldn't have anything to do with children that are trying to confuse them on the agenda. All right? If, you, if your children come back from school one day, for example, Tofumi comes back from school one day and says, Mom, I think I'm a girl. My pronouns right now is, is her, ash, and, and, uh, and uh, she. The, the, the mom, being a Nigerian mom, knows what she will do. <laughs> like, where, do, where, where did you hear that from? Who told you? And then you can say, uh, uh, my teacher told me that my gender is fluid. I can be whatever I want. So today I'll be a girl. Hey, fire will rain down that day. Praise the Lord. I mean, you can insult me. You can say anything you want to me. But the moment you touch my child, hey. Hey, that would be World War Five. Amen. <laughs> so, so men and women are what different, all right? And so we don't have the same DNA. Men have the XY chromosome. Women have the XX chromosome. We are different. And the thing is that men's brains are different from women's brain. Men's brain are joined from front to back. All right, that's why you see men, sometimes we are just single-minded. We don't do too much, you know. Sometimes we can just look like this into the open and think about nothing. Women's brain are connected side to side, uh, which means...
is uh, they're always thinking about something, which means that uh, they can think, they can multitask about many things. Also, men have six times the amount of gray matter in their brain than the average woman, all right? Six times. That is why things such as intelligence and, no, not intelligence, logic. Logical intelligence is different from emotional intelligence. So men have logical intelligence. One plus one is two. Men are more of a matter of fact kind of guys. You know, just because of the way our brain is shaped, we are more comfortable thinking like this. Women are more comfortable thinking side to side. And also with that, women have uh, 10 times the amount of white matter in their brains than men, all right? White matter is the connection. Um, if I can explain it, gray matter is like the leaves on a tree, all right? So men have like a short stem, but plenty of leaves, plenty of gray matter. Women have long trees, but not plenty of leaves on it. So it's like just tall roco trees in their brain, but the leaves isn't that much, you know. So we, women have um, 10 times the amount of white matter, and white matter is made to create core connections between lots of places. So when a man is trying to remember something, he thinks with his brain. When a woman is trying to remember something, she thinks with all of her body. She tries to feel it in herself, all right? Men tend to, when they're speaking to themselves, they tend to use the word, I think, I think, I think. Women tend to use the word, I feel like this isn't fair, you know, I feel this, I feel like, I feel like, you know. So we need to understand that we are different. However, when you look at the spaces in a man's brain, where, where there are holes, because we have holes, you know, men have holes in their brain, women to have holes in their brain. When you, when you overlay the man's brain and the woman's brain together, magically, miraculously they fill in their spaces so men and women are better together than we are apart all right there are some ways some men will be training their children discipline their children not know that they are killing their children every day with hardline matter of fact this is the way you do it then the mom will come and then bring the sweet side you know and say no don't be doing like that look some children need the hard at part, you don't know how far is too far. When you have a negotiation between both mom and dad, that is why the best place to bring, bring up a child is where? Where there's mommy and daddy. Where daddy can't do it by himself. He will break the child, all right? Mommy can't do it by herself. She will spoil the child because the nurturing side means she, she cannot discipline. Sometimes as a mom, you will beat your children, even you yourself, so you'll be crying. Okay, just the way you see, the way you beat them up. Some, some of you, you, you will say, I can't deal with this. I will report it to your dad, too, because I can't do it, and then you do so, too. Now, relationship with the opposite sex. Apparently, men and women attract themselves because of the whole spaces that we have. 
All right? We are like, oh, I like to be, I like the way you think. I like the way you feel. Amen. All right. So how do we have relationship? We relate to ourselves. Number one, I've given us the consciousness part, the intelligence part, how we can know ourselves and respect ourselves. When you see a woman, for example, in her feelings and crying, you know, because of all, because uh, estrogen, uh, men have 20 times the amount of uh, the amount of testosterone than women. We have more ribs than you. Well, women, on the other hand, um, estrogen is there, and in your um, cycle of the month, you know, your hormones go up and down, up and down. And uh, let's say that a man who marries a woman is actually married to three. <laughs> your wife on different times of the month is not, I mean, on different times of the week, okay, she's not the same person. She is different because her hormones are going through a cycle, okay? So for those of you who want to marry three or four wives, just thank God you already have three you want. Praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> you already have three in one. So enjoy what God has given you. Amen. Men, on the other hand, we are simple. We are simple the way we are. So you have to know how to relate to yourselves at different points in time. Men are simple and we don't require much. But because men are simple, anytime men require something, it carries more weight. Women are complicated, so you can always have a leeway here, a leeway there. If you want to please a woman, uh, do as many small things as you can for her when they compile up together, even though sometimes you, because a woman can slap you in the face and love you all the same. She is complicated like, like that, you know, there's all kind of mixed feelings in her. The reason I'm bringing all of this up is that we, when you can empathize and, and understand what it means to carry estrogen or what it means to carry testosterone, you'll be able to know how to deal with the opposite sex. God has made us like that so that we can depend on ourselves. Amen. Amen. All right. Christian young adults interact at different levels of various reasons such as academic activities, business, social. We, women are coming back into the workplace now after we, in the, in the last century, you know, and we've had all sorts of problems with that because we are still learning how to fix that right now, how to work together. In the, in the process, making friends and building platonic relationships with the opposite sex may be inevitable. This is not a sin if the Motive is pure. Purity is important. Everybody wants Jesus. Everybody wants to be treated as though Jesus is the one treating us. So when it comes to drama, there is a way that drama must be done. When it comes to power, there is a way that power must be done. When it comes to consciousness, there is a way that consciousness must be done. How many of you know that God, um, let's see, God, when we say God can do all things, what do we mean by that? 
Let us ask Daddy. Because we know that God cannot sin. But if he cannot sin, doesn't that mean that he can't do all things? Can you explain and put more light to that, sir? Can God do all things? Can he sin? Definitely God can do all things. Mm -hmm. But God will not judge the man. Okay. Or commit sin or something. It's just a desire from one's heart that uh, you exhibit. Okay. When you commit sin. All right. Didier, um, I know you've got a lot, but do you want to help us out there? They can tell us what. What you what can God do all things? Can you put some light into it? Can can God do all things? Can can God sin? You don't look at it in the negative sense, but in the positive sense. For me, God can do all things. However, God cannot deny Himself. All right. So. Let. There are somebody who has recently challenged uh, NSPDB. This world God cannot do. Yeah. The yeah, right. that, uh, yeah. Uh, I will, yeah. Mm. But uh, in another sense, that mm. is so what God cannot do from a motivational perspective i can accept that because sometimes you have to see things from two perspectives either there is a motivation where they are saying that all right uh, uh, this one you know this is what i'm trying to aim for and then there is the logical perspective. Now, when it comes to explaining omnipotence, which is what we did in our theological class many years ago, we said that omnipotence is defined as uh, the ability to do that which is inconsistent with one's own nature. All right? Is it the nature of God to sin? No. Now, when we see that God is life. I will explain this and then I will go. When we see that God is life, all right? God is what? Life. Because God can do everything that consists of life, therefore God cannot do stuff that produces death. God cannot do things that cancels himself. God cannot deny himself. So, Imagine, um, for example, if I say that uh, this light here, for example, is light that is shining. This light, okay. Let me explain it like this. I, I, I'm seeing the picture, but I don't know how to explain it. Holy Spirit, help me to explain it in Jesus' name. Um, God being life. God is life. God is truth. If God, there are some activities. What are the ingredients it takes for somebody or something to be self-existing? I don't know what they are. They are very difficult. But because God is self-existing, it means that God continues. Because he continues, that means that there are things that 
If he does, will cancel out his continuation. If you have a tire, what makes a tire a good tire? It's because it continues to be a good tire. It continues. The moment it deteriorates or goes, I go, uh, it's not so good, you know. But it persists over time. Because God is good. The, can God kill himself? No. God cannot kill God because it's not inconsistent with his nature. Somebody who is life cannot contain death. There are some activities that you do that stops you, kills you, stops you completely. Because God continues in his activities, he is good. Holy Spirit, help me in Jesus' name. I'm losing my train of thought. Um, but, um, um, because God continues, I, I, I will have to write a blog about this. I'm not able to explain it well. Because God continues with his activities. Amen. Amen. I, I don't know how to explain it well. But does anybody get what I'm trying to say? Anybody gets what, what I'm trying to say? Amen. Um, all I'm just saying is that, um, I'm sorry, sir. Daddy, we don't need all this. I'm distracting me. I'm in a high state right now. Praise the Lord. You've left the topic. I'm fine, sir. I've got everything under control. I've got everything under control. Thank you, sir. Um, I guess I will have to end now because um, my time has gone. Uh, we had plenty of confusion today. I'm trying to keep the chaos to a minimum so we don't decrease the quality of the church. We are recording all of this. So, um, all right. I will explain it to us as a different day. I'll write a blog about it, and uh, God will help us all in Jesus' name. But the main topic for today, when it comes to relationship with the opposite sex, I hope we all can empathize with the opposite sex. I hope you can. So, men, for example, sometimes you see your sons, all right? Men need to exercise the more, because men have testosterone in them. The more men suffer and exercise, the better we become. Muscles grow, fiber, nerves, they switch faster, brain, everything goes well. All right. The reason why many boys are having ADHD and stuff is because they are not allowing our boys to run anymore and exercise and sweat every day. We have a comfortable life for them. Women, the more they suffer, it makes them miserable. It breaks them down. That's why you won't see a woman doing a, con a cons construction job or uh, going offshore to go and drill. You know, those people who go to the sea, offshore, in the middle of the sea, nowhere, to go and drill, eh, many of them don't come back home. For months, they are there drilling oil deep in the ground, hard work, you know. And uh, also, when it comes to men and men's relationship, there is some unspoken rules, all right? Number one, we talk, negotiate as men. If we cannot come to a negotiation agreement and the two of us are still hard lines, then we fight. That is how men talk because our brain is like this. We fight. And sometimes men, after they fought with themselves, they shake hands, they go out to the pub, they go for, for a beer, they are now good friends. 
All right? So men bond differently, men to men. Women to women, they need to have, um, they need to watch their tone with themselves. All right? A man sees his friend come out. He's dressed in a bad dress. Like, oh, man, you look awful. What kind of dress is this? Uh-uh, you don't look good. But going out to church, men will be insulting themselves, and they'll be smiling, and they'll be bonding on that one. When a woman sees some, her friend, you know, with a bad dress on, instead of saying, ah, oh, that dress makes you look fat, instead of talking like that, she will say, hey, look, I've got a white dress. It will look fine on you. Take this on you. Do you have this at home? That at home? And then she will buy the stuff you need. Look, it's just a gift, a present. Take it from you. Know. Men talk direct. Women talk indirect with themselves. So when we, you have to know how to negotiate with yourselves. As a man, you have to know how to talk to a woman. In those days, they called them gentlemen for a reason, because they were wild men too, okay? Gentlemen was meant to distinguish from wild men and gentlemen. All right. As you take this, God will help us in Jesus' name. Sorry for the chaos. Today has been a bit trying to fix us all sorts of things and chaos trying to increase. We'll bring it the chaos down and make the church as professional as it can be. Let us bow down our heads and pray. Let us pray and say, Father, help me to treat the opposite sex. Increase my social intelligence. Increase my um, emotional intelligence. Help me, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let it be well with me. Holy Spirit, have your way in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, O oh God, because it is well with us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. God bless you in Jesus' name. Good morning, church. Our hymn today is in four eight six. In four eight six. Amen. One, two, go. My faith of Calvary, Savior divine. Bye.
the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus is the name that is higher and is greater than every other name. We want to call on the name of Jesus. Demons tremble at the sound of a name. Sickness is, is, is overcome at the sound of the name of Jesus. Jesus! 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 Jesus!
Just have a word for somebody. And that word is that that which is lost shall be found. Amen. Amen. Uh, I see you, I see you looking among papers, looking among books, searching under the bed, searching everywhere. But God says that. It is found. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The I am that I am. I don't know what it is. It could be opportunities. It could be time. It could be life. But I can hear the Lord speak that I am that I am. And that I'm Alpha. I'm Omega. I do all things. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. I hear him say that he is the restorer of the broken bridges. Amen. And this is the season of your restoration. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for the blood of the Lamb of God. Thank you for that sacrifice, oh God. Thank you for loving us. Even while we do not love you, you still love us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, mighty God. Please, Holy Spirit, Lord Jesus, we are here to celebrate you. Just brood, brood in our midst. Breathe your breath again into us and just be glorified. Take your place, Almighty God. If you don't lead us, we cannot move. You alone are God. And we stand in honor of you and worship you. I just sense the Lord say thank you to me. He said I should say thank you to you. Lord, we are even more grateful, oh God. Even though we know in part, we don't know all things. But we are saying thank you. Thank you, Lord oh, thank you Father. That you know, the Lord is saying, even though we have little strength, but we are still holding on to that little that we have. And because of that, He's saying thank you. Father, thank you, Lord. Help us, oh God, to 
hold tightly so that we will not slip away, Almighty God, in the name of Jesus. Help our unbelievable God and strengthen us more and more. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We are so grateful, Lord. We are grateful, Lord. Thank you, Father. Lord, please continue with us. Holy Spirit, please speak. Speak, Almighty God. Let me decrease, but you increase, O oh God. Father, let there be a manifestation as you are manifesting even in our midst, Almighty God. Let there be a physical manifestation as well in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we are grateful. Because it is only a bastard that does not have a father that will talk to him. And Lord, we are so grateful because we are not orphans. We are not bastards. We have a father and who we call our Abba Father. Thank you. Thank you for speaking to us. Thank you for opening our eyes. Thank you for opening our ears. Thank you for opening our hearts to receive of you, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Please continue, Almighty God, and meet everyone at the point of our need in the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, sharpen our understanding of you, oh God. Lord, let me decrease, but you increase, oh God. Lord, use me as a vessel, as a vessel of blessing, even to your church today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bible is meant for chanting, and the Bible, the Word of God, is to be when you are reading to honor the Word of God by standing. And I want to, I want us to chant back to God the last book, the last um, chapter in the book of Psalms. The last chapter in the book of Psalms. Amen. Is somebody here hearing me? Can somebody hear the word of God here? Can our, our, our drummer please stand? Please take your position. As we are chanting, please can the drums be rolled? The drums be rolled. Let's roll out the drums if you have your tambourine or anything. We want to, we want to chant, we want to chant, and we want to you know, speak the word of God to him again. As we, Psalm 100. And 50. Are we already want to go? Praise the Lord! Praise God! It is sanctuary. Praise Him! <laughs> the mighty moment. Praise Him! For His mighty act. Praise Him! According to His excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the look and heart. Praise him with the same bread and dance. Praise him with strange instruments and fruit. Praise him with small symbols. Praise him with flashing symbols. Let everything that has breath. Praise the Lord.
Jesus and his honorable servants. Welcome, everybody. The Lord is here. Genesis chapter 2. I was um, a little bit um, like taken aback when doing the Sunday school work. You know, our Sunday school teacher was almost going towards some things that I had already, you know, said I would bring as a way of um, a teaching. I want to thank God that in the past week, you know, in the past weeks, God has led us through some things, you know, that we have learned so much about uh, uh, water as the giver of life, you know, water of life. We've learned about themes uh, 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 last week or during the Easter week. God was talking to us about Jesus Christ, our altar, and we also being the altar, mobile altar. We ourselves are mobile altars. Jesus is also our mobile altar, and Calvary is our fixed altar. So Calvary is the altar where Jesus laid as a sacrifice. Okay? Jesus laid as a sacrifice. And we know that Romans chapter 12 tells us that we should offer our bodies as what? A living sacrifice. So we are altars, we, our bodies, we are offerings on that altar of ourselves. Amen? Amen. And that's why the self is a very strong stronghold to us. The flesh, ourself. To know mine is made up of what? Me, I, mine. In the tripartite sense also, as we are also what? Tripartite beings. That is, we are beings like spirit, soul, and body. Tripartite, isn't it? As God also, the Godhead, or, or the, 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 the fullness of the Godhead bodily is comprising of what? The Godhead, who is who? God the Father. And then God the Son, and then God the Holy Spirit. So also God made us in his own likeness, in the likeness of spirit, soul, and body. And God said, we can only come and communicate to him in what, in what form? In the spirit. In the spirit. And that's why God says that uh, you should be holy, for I am holy. So whatever God can do, this is another area open to debate because of our limited understanding for now. Whatever that God can do, do you know he has given us also the power to also do. God is the creator. We ourselves are also creative beings. Amen? Amen. We are creative beings because we can create things. We can create opportunities. We can create products. We can create an environment. So, you know, if, if what is in you is good, that's why the Bible says, if the, if the tree is good, the fruit will also be what? Good. And a good tree will always bring forth what? Good fruit. So, and then Jesus was asking a question. He said, can a fountain of pure water bring forth salt water? It's impossible. Impossible. Meaning that if you are pure water, you cannot bring out another kind of water because it is like being begat being. Being begat, you begat what you are. What is inside of you is what comes out. You create what is like you. 
That's why a man cannot burn a monkey. Or a man, a monkey is even a close relative to us. You know, the, the monkey is a close relative to man. But man cannot regard a snake because we are not close relatives. Am I making sense? Yeah. So man cannot be guard a lion because we are not close relatives. So and we are not made in the form of that creature. So and that is why Jesus said to us, or the Bible said to us, if a man is in Christ, he is a new, he is a new creature. He is also a new creation. Amen. Am I making sense? He's a new being that has just been created. And he has not just been created in the flesh. It is the spirit and the soul that is newly created. Amen. Amen. So these are mysteries. I pray that God will open our understanding as we go. Today I want us to look at Genesis chapter 2. And God will help us. And I want us to open our eyes to the resources of God for us. And then I'm going to delve on a topic that somehow I don't like to really talk about topic of finance or money or wealth or stuff like that. If you know me, I'm, I'm so much more on the spiritual side. But there's a spirit side to wealth. There's a spiritual side or spirituality of, 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 of wealth, of resources. Amen? Amen? And we want to look at it. So permit me because I'm just going to I'm going to go a little bit into, I'm going to read from, from Genesis chapter 2, and I'm going to read from verse, uh, let me read from verse 4. This is the history of the heavens and the earth when they were created. In the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. Please, I, I pray that you follow me in the spirit, and I pray that there are no distractions so much because there's a mystery that I want to dig out here and the Holy Spirit wants us to you know catch that rima. Amen. 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 Who is with me? Raise your hand if you are with me. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So before any plant of the field was in the earth, and before any half of the field had grown, for the Lord God had not caused it to rain on the earth, and there was no man to till the ground. So God did what? He created what? The heavens and the earth. Notice that the word heavens is plural, throughout from Genesis chapter 1. And that tells us there's different, there's more than one heaven. Let me just say, there's more than one heaven. But the Bible has been consistent in talking about the Earth. So there's only one earth, but there's more than one heaven. So let's lay that, okay? Whether you point to the firmament and say it's heaven, there's another dimension that is also heaven. There's another dimension that is heaven. But there's one dimension that is the heavens of the heavens. Amen? Are you following me? And the heavens of the heavens is where God, that's where, is the, where God lives. Amen. Amen. Even Jesus Christ and the psalmist said, heaven is your throne, the earth is your footstool. So heaven, the heavens of heaven is where 
Abba Father, God the Father. That's where we have, you know, what we call our own heavenly Jerusalem. That's where we call our Zion, Man Zion, the holy hill of the Lord. That's where we all pray that we should go go to heaven. Amen. Amen. Now let's 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 carry on. Verse six. Verse six says, "But a mist." This is where I don't understand. Maybe some person, somebody can help my understanding here. A mist went up from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. I'm still not understanding that English. And I'm still, I'm still, I'm still here, and I've, I'm still studying it. I've, I've underlined it, and the words I've underlined in my Bible here, I've underlined the word mist. Amen? Amen. And I've underlined the word went up, and then I've underlined the word at, and then I've underlined the word water. Can you see water there? How mist? Is water or how mist can water? Amen. And then I've underlined the whole face. Is it in your Bible? The whole face. Amen. And then I've underlined there the ground. So that means that the ground we are talking about here is different from the earth. Amen. But am I am I making sense now? Huh? A mist. How many of us know what mist is? We've seen mist before. We see that you cannot touch mist. Eh? The more you touch of it, it becomes what? Something invisible. But can you touch water? We can touch water. You can feel water. Eh? So a mist went out or it went up from the earth. It's a mystery. Where is the earth? So, how can a mist come from the earth? It went up and watered the face of the earth. That's a mystery to me. That tells me something about the earth. The earth has a face. Is it in your Bible? Eh? It, it watered the face of the earth. And what do you find in the face of a person or in any face? The eyes, the nose, the mouth, the ears. Huh? That's what you have in the face. So that means that this earth that we are working upon, it has a mouth. How do I know it has a mouth? The Bible tells me in Revelations, who knows that place in Revelation? He said the dragon came and fought with the woman. And he spilled out what? A flood of water. And he said the earth opened his mouth and swallowed the flood. Is it your own Bible too? He said. The Bible tells us that Korah, Nathan and Abiru, they ganged up against Moses. And Moses said, if these people die a common death, then I haven't been called by God. And the Bible said, the earth did what? Open and swallowed So the earth has mouth. It has mouth. And that also tells us that the earth is living. The earth is alive. 
Because water is the giver of what? Life. life. Jesus Christ is the water of life. Water is so important. And there's nobody here that has not used water today. Nobody. There's nobody here that can say, okay, uh, I've seen, I've, I've, I've read about somebody on the internet that has not had a bath. For there's a tribe. Do you know there's a tribe in Africa? They don't bath with water. Do you know? They bath with mud. They may die. There is something people, they are, they are not Mazai, they are called the something, something people of the bush. Okay. You know? You see them, they are red. It's the soil they use, even for their hair. They use it for their hair. They don't wear cloth. They are still the many bushmen tribe that remain. They don't use water. They use the earth. But the earth also contains water. But there's nobody that doesn't drink water. So we've just said that some people don't bath water. You know? There's nobody. Even even a child in the womb swims in what? Water. And he never drowns. Amen? So that tells me that the earth also has what? Ears. The earth can hear. Because God was the one who commanded the earth. Remember when God commanded the earth? To bring forth what? All the all the leaves. The fish came out in Genesis chapter one. Remember we 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 we, we studied it? Everything God brought from the earth. God also brought us as living beings out of the earth. And that is why I started to look at another powerful resource in my arsenal of weapons, which is the soil. And that's why witches and wizards and evil people, satanic people, they use the soil because it's the earth. That's why they pour libation to it. They call it Mother Earth. I think it was on Friday they were celebrating Earth Day. They said, uh, Happy Earth Day. I saw that in my work. They were saying it's Earth Day. So some people would actually be worshipping the earth. Okay? And some people pour libation to the earth. Do, do, do you think the earth doesn't drink it? It drinks now. Because already you are calling out some demonic spirit. Because we remember we've already said that demonic spirits, they don't have a body. They don't have our dimension of spirit soul body. They only have spirit. So they always look for body to operate. And that's why it's not a good thing for you to be saying, uh, some of us have gone to do marriages. Or naming ceremony. Oh, you have bought new cars in our days. They will, you will take it to your father or your uncle in the village. They will say, go and bring a bottle of hot drink. Now, they will pour it on the car. They will, they, will, they will pour, they will have a shrine in your family house. When you take a alcohol too. Now, they pour it there. Some, sometime, the, the old man who is toothless with his dirty gum, he will put in his mouth, he says, but you spit it on your face. You know, you are already allowing that, that activity to be an open potter. You have broken the hedge. That is where it's, it's an open potter for the 
demons, because demons cannot, they cannot come into you if there's no way. No wonder the Bible says, if the head is broken, the serpent will bind. And that is why God said to us in peace and love assembly that we should say we are now under what? New management. So you, you close all those edges, send away all those serpents and all those, send them out and close the edge. Amen. Somebody follow me. Yeah. One of these days, maybe during our midweek service or yeah. one of these days, I will ask you to, you know, bring the soil, especially the soil of where you live, or the soil of maybe your, maybe some of you, if you are close to your family homes, to take that soil and speak to you. So somebody has already used that soil as a form of contact to any one of us. So it's better. You speak to it. You decide. <laughs> I was listening to a testimony of uh, Dr. Miles uh, Francis, uh, Francis Miles, and he was saying something that um, he traveled to his hometown in Zambia for a program. And he was meant to catch the plane the next day. Unknown to him, some witches from the church where he went and already decided that he would die in the plane. He was going back to America. So when he got to his hotel, where he was supposed to sleep, in the middle of the night, he started manifesting. And he knew he was going to die. He knew that he was death time. So he said he called somebody and uh, who was also or somebody called him, I can't remember very well that testimony, and that person gave him that message that he shouldn't board that flight because they had already determined and taken a covenant to the agreement together that that was where they were going to kill him. And then the person now asked him, so when they were praying, praying somehow, the man now said, or the lady or the man now said, go outside and go and take sand. And he said, ah, this hotel where I am, no posh hotel in Zambia, how can I say? The man said, go and look for sand. Because they have already taken sand and they have already used the sand. Now that sand is, you know, because we say God created us from what? From clay. And to the, to the clay, to the ground, which I... So this is what they use. They use the sand. They, what you call... Should I call it sand? The earth, the soil, the soil to also, they use it in another way to fight you. So, so take the sand or take the, take the soil and speak to that soil. And he that they were already, you know, calling the ambulance for. Because all of a sudden, things that didn't have, he never felt before in his lifetime, his sugar level, his blood, his PP, his everything was happening to him. By the time he took the soil and he made pronouncement, I said, you this soil, I'm sending you back to sender. Whoever has sent you to kill me, back. He said it was like magic, you know, it was just like this. Everything. Nobody believed. Nobody believed. 
So if you, we can also see here in Genesis eh, that there's a mystery in this world. He said, mist came out from where? From the ground. Which ground? What's the difference between ground and earth? Ground. It came from the ground and it went up and it watered the face of the earth. It's a mystery, isn't it? Okay, I hope you are writing it down. Don't come and call pastors on this. I'm giving you weapons now. This The Bible says the weapons of our warfare, they are not canal, but they are mighty through God to pull down what? Stronghold. And everything is already here in the Bible. It's only that God should open our eyes to see the mystery and to use it. Amen. Amen. And one of my prayer points when I started to study this is that Father, send your mist into my life. I need that mist that will water my life. You know, because you know, that mist is mysterious. No wonder. The most powerful water, form of water that they have, I have heard about is what? Rainwater. After rainwater is what? Mist. And I've heard how some Yahoo Plus boys, they will say, don't put your cloth outside in the night. Isn't it? Because something happened. I know that when a, a, a back home, there's this our show, okay, we don't wash. We put it out in the mist. Isn't it? Yeah. That, and then I also know that the mist, some people wake up early in the morning to go and pray in that mist or just stand in it because the power is medicine. Is somebody getting my story now? This, I'm telling you about weapons. That you can add to your arsenal. Amen? Amen? So my prayer point is that Father, send your mist into my life. Let it water my life. Let it water the garden. You know, the garden, I have a garden, you know. Everybody has his own garden. John chapter 14, Jesus Christ was telling us about Abba Father being the gardener. Amen? Amen. And, and him being the tree. And we being the branches. That also tells me that I have my own garden. The peace and love assembly, this is our garden. Amen? Amen. My family has his own garden. And God should make us fruitful garden. The garden that God planted. The garden that... So let's look at now. Verse 7. Follow me. And then God, the Lord God formed what? Man. Of the what? Dust of the ground. After he had watered it. After God had watered the dust. It's not even soil. Dust. What is dust? The top of it that you that you do what? You you dust away. That's why man is made from a very inferior material. 
After God had put the water on the face of the earth, then he now made what? Man from the dust of the ground. He didn't say the dust of the earth. There's a difference. Can you see it in your Bible? There's a difference between the earth and the ground. Amen. And then God now breathed into his nostrils the bread of life. Underline it. Bread of life. The bread of God is the bread of life. I want to believe that God's bread is the two-edged sword. There's a bread of life and there's a bread of destruction. Because it's a consuming fire. But he decided to give man what? Life. And he did what? And the man became a living soul. Without the breath of God, man is dead. That's why all of us are here today. Because God came again to visit us this morning. And they breathed into us. Some people slept like us. They didn't make it. Did you make it? Amen. I want to quickly wrap up, but I don't want to dwell too much here. And then verse 8, it says, after that, what happened? God planted a garden. He planted what? A garden. So God has a garden. Years back, I have been to the garden of Jesus Christ. Not on that long. And, you know, I found myself sitting in that garden. And then we, were, we had our conversation. And then he planted a garden eastward in Eden. Now, we were talking about Eden. We were talking about the apple this morning, yeah? So I was thinking, I hope this teacher is not going to talk on what I'm going to talk. And then he said, he now put the man whom he had Formed. And then out of the ground, not out of the earth, out of the ground, the Lord God made every tree to grow. So what is the tree meant for? The tree to grow, that is one, pleasant to the sight, aesthetic value. Do you know what aesthetic means? Aesthetic is beauty. It, it said, the tree that God, every tree, God planted there. And God made the trees to grow. They were once, one, number one, pleasant to sight. And number two was good for food. So every tree on earth was in their job description. Beautiful and for food. Beautiful, pleasant. There's no tree that is not beautiful because it has its own purpose. Amen? Amen? And the tree of life, listen to this, oh, and the tree of life was also in the midst of the garden. And the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So there were two trees also among all other trees. 
Number one, the tree of what? Life. Number two, the tree of what? Knowledge of good and evil. Amen. Amen. Now, let us uh, let us pause there. Jump with me to verse 16, and then we'll come back. Verse 16. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden, you may freely eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. And then I start to ask myself, God, so we were meant to eat of the tree of life. We can eat of that tree. The tree of life, eat. So there's been so many kind of misconceptions from us. All one kind of teaching we've had that there were two trees. And is that two trees? And uh, me, I had the under, uh, my, my misunderstanding was that there was only two trees in the garden. No, there were not just two trees. There were every kind of tree inside that garden. Every kind of tree. But there were two particular trees there. Whether they were close to each other or they were in different locations, we don't know. But God said, the tree of life. So God wants us to have what? Life. So that now brings me to my next question. The other tree is called the tree of what? Knowledge of good and evil. Why is it that God said, when you eat that, you die? I thought life, the opposite of life is what? Death. I thought it, it should be the tree of life that the day you eat it, you will die because it's worse than opposite. How do we say it? Worse than opposite. Isn't it? Life and death. But why did he say? It is the one that is the knowledge of good. So in one tree, there is the fruit, that fruit that you bear makes you to know good and evil. But the day you eat it, Because, but we will see that the day they ate it, and God came and looked for them, they knew they were naked. The moment they hid from God, God asked, Where are you? He said, I had them say, When I heard you coming, I ran and I hid myself because I was naked. Have you eaten from that tree that said you shouldn't eat? It's the woman you gave me. <laughs> Are you following my story now? Yeah. See what, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. There are mysteries. 
But you see, that was what Satan now capitalized on. Ah, don't mind God. It's because the day you eat it, you yourself, you will be like God. Meaning that you will know what you are not supposed to know. That is where we are at now. See the world. Our little children, a child of uh, 10 years, who already has a PhD in how to, how to sleep with the man. Because knowledge has increased. You give them a phone, you don't know what they are doing. Ah, my child doesn't go out, oh. he's always in his bedroom, he's a nice boy. You don't know what he's doing. He, not only does he, does he do it in his local area, when we were young, he was only in the local area, but this one is now the whole wide world. As, as they put their picture again like that, you think, ah, it's gone. Snapchat, it's gone. But it's still there in the cloud. In the, and, I, and, I, and I hear that. I was on a training course about online safety. And, you know, I hear that. That cloud, that place that is called cloud, is not even in this cloud, though. There is a whole city in Texas, in America. It's a whole city. If you want the fight, you go there. They say, oh, it's a city like the whole of troops. What is there? Fire. 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 So that uh, you deleted it on your page. <laughs> they can bring it out. What? Is somebody hearing me now? Yeah. So I just wanted us to know that man is what? Dust. Dust. God formed us from dust. But there's a mystery. Okay? So follow me again. Let, let's go back. Let's go back to verse 10. Verse 10. Now, a river went out of Eden to water the garden. Uh -uh. So the mist wasn't enough. There was, the God still needed what? A river of water. Why water again? Are you seeing now? Because we were studying water the other day. Do you understand? We're studying water. We looked at the properties of water. We looked at uh, 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 what water does. We looked at what are the spirits in the water. We looked at water as habitation of another world or worlds. So as we are here on earth, this is our own habitation. And God has put the boundaries. Remember Genesis chapter 1, put, God put the boundary and called it earth. So our own habitation he gave us is what? Is the earth. So some other being, their own habitation is what? Inside the water. Is inside the water. And, and we, we, we are told that Archangel Gabriel he is the archangel in charge of the waters. Did you hear me? So if anybody is troubling you from the water, call on Archangel Gabriel. Because he is the one who is the angel that is in charge of the water. Amen. Now let's go on. Now this water, the river went out to water the garden. And this river 
they parted and became four river heads. Now, the first name is Pishon. And it is this one, whiskered the whole land of Er, Havila, where there is what? Gold. And he said, and the gold of that land is good. <laughs> God, anything good, I want it. Because God made everything good for me. Eh? He said that gold is good. The gold of Avila is good. Bedlidon and the onyx stone are there. And the second, the name of the second river is what? Gihon. It is the one that goes around the whole land of Kush. Ethiopia. It goes around it. Now, the name of the third river is Hidekel. And it is the one that goes towards the east of eh, Assyria. And the fourth river is the Euphrates. Now, follow me to Genesis 25, verse 18. Genesis 25, verse 18, and then we'll, we'll pray. Genesis 25, verse 18. Are we there? Genesis 25, verse 18. Lesson. And they dwelt from Abila as far as Shaw, which is east of Egypt. So this is not a figment of imagination. No. This means that we, at least we know Egypt. Uh -huh. So it is at the, in the east of Egypt, as you go towards Assyria, and he died in the presence of all his brethren. Now, before then, let's look at, let's read it from 17. Let's read it from 17, sorry, so we can have understanding. So these were the years of the life of who? Ishmael. And Ishmael was 137 years, and he breathed his last and died and was gathered to his people. And who are these people? They dwelt where? From Abila. Abila. So Ishmael is the one who is sitting on my gold. That is good gold. That belongs to me. Ishmael is not of the covenant. If you Google Avila in your phones now, it will show you where it is. From Syria to the Arabian country. That is what, no wonder they have gold. The whole world goes there to buy gold from them. That gold belongs to me. It belongs to you. It belongs to us. The Bible said that gold is what? It's good. And so I started praying this prayer for the Father. Elish my sitting on my inheritance. I, I take back my gold. I take back my possession. Because it is mine. Is it is it your Bible? Is it your Bible? Who doesn't want gold? Eh? So that gold belongs to me. Because I am of the covenant. The gold belongs to me. Now, let, let, let me also bring you to Genesis chapter 14. I want to show you something there. Genesis 14 verse 18. Because I said to you, I won't talk to you about money. And I'll be rounding up very soon. 
Genesis 14, verse 13. Melchizedek, king of Salem, he brought out bread and wine. He was the priest of God most high. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abraham of God most high, possessor of heaven and earth. And blessed be God most high, who delivered your enemies into your hands. And he gave him a tithe of all. And he gave him what? A tithe of all. Blessed be Abraham. Did you see that? The Bible said, did not say, blessed be Abraham. This is Abraham. In the state that he was not yet a changed person. In the, in the state that he, was, he did not have a covenant with God, Melchizedek met him. And who is Melchizedek? The Bible said he is the priest of God most high. But he brought out bread and wine. It's a mystery. <clears throat> it's a mystery. Abraham gave him what? Tithe of all. That's why some of us, when we say bring your tithe, you are saying, no, 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 no. Uh, the pastor wants to eat my money. The dad and I want to eat my money. I cannot be giving them my money because uh, the church is a fraud. Church is a da 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 da. This is in the Old Testament. Too. Melchizedek, till tomorrow, even in the New Testament, Jesus Christ is still called, you know, a high priest after the order of Melchizedek. And we are told that Melchizedek, this Melchizedek was who? He was the king of Salem. What is Salem? Peace. Jerusalem. Is the city of peace. And who is the prince of peace? Jesus Christ. And Jesus is our own high priest. Now, when you compare this to Malachi chapter 3, let's go quickly to Malachi. And then I would I would um, we'll round up and pray. Malachi chapter 3, that we always read. It says from verse 8. Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, in what way have we robbed you? And God answered, in tithes and offerings. And then he continued, you have cursed with a curse. For you have robbed me, even this whole nation. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. And try me now, indeed, says the Lord. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessings that there will not be room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground, nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field, says the Lord of hosts. And all the nations will call you blessed, for you shall be a delightful land, says the Lord of hosts. Now, 
Why are we talking? Let, let us compare the two. Melchizedek, a old king, came and met with a man. One man with God is what? Majority. He blessed him. He blessed Abraham. What did he bless Abraham with? Bread and wine. What was that in the New Testament? Holy communion. And what's the only communion? Jesus Christ. Jesus is the bread. He's the wine. And when Abraham saw how we blessed him, Abraham gave him what? Thanks of all that he had. Now, Malachi chapter 3, God just opened my eyes to it. Malachi chapter 3, that we all quote and quote and quote. God was talking to the pastors. He was talking to a particular people who are the Levites, who we call the pastors, the Levites. The priests who were not doing what they're supposed to do. And God was rebuking them and saying that you, the priests, you, the Levites, you are the ones that are not doing what you're supposed to do so that there will be blessing in the land. Do you hear that God was talking about the land? He said, test me if I will not open you know, the windows of heaven so that your land... So some people will talk about tithe and say, God doesn't need our tithe. God doesn't need that, that, that. Not to you. It's still in the Old Testament. He's talking about tithe as a person to encounter Melchizedek, the king of Salem, the high priest of God, which is a covenant. Or you want to be a priest to your household, to your nation, and say, and God is saying, you have robbed me. The people are giving you tithe, but you are not even giving me the honor. That's why they, God was talking to them. He said, you have robbed me. And they said, well, how? How have we robbed you? After all, we pray, we fast. He said, by tithe and offering, you collect the tithe and offering, but you are not giving it to me. That was what God was saying. So whether you want to encounter Jesus yourself and say, Father, I enter a covenant that I will always give you a tithe of all. Or you want to go through the Levites. Because if you read the history in the days of Malachi, you know they are who you call the lesser prophets. Go and, go and dig deep into this. When God was now saying, you test me. Test me, try it. But you are the ones that have not allowed the rain to fall. And he was rebuking them for not doing what they were meant to do. But the real essence of Titan is to be blessed by God Himself. And that's why when you read that Genesis, when you go back to Genesis 14, somebody was there. The king of Sodom. He was not after, after the, the tithe of the blessing. He was after the man. He said, you, 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 Abraham, you can take the blessing. 
Give me the men. And Abraham said, you know what? I will not, I will not even take a pee from you. I'm after blessing. I am not after wealth that I can see now. So you will not say that you are the one that made Abraham rich. I won't take anything from you. Because it is the blessing of the Lord that makes rich and has no sorrow. Am I, did you hear what I said? Did you see how I correlated it? That Abraham in, let's look at it, Genesis 14. So you won't say it's just uh, me that is just saying it. Genesis 14. Abraham saw the king of Salem. He gave him the tithe to honor God and say, God, you are the one that gave me everything. You gave me victory over my enemies. And the king of Salem blessed him. He said, blessed be Abraham, who God has already given victory over his enemies. And Abraham gave him tithe. But another king was there who was the king of Sodom. Look at verse 22. Uh, verse 21. Now the king of Sodom said to Abraham, give me the person and you take the goods for yourself. And then Abraham said to him, hey, he said to the king, I have raised my hand to the Lord, God most high, the possessor of heaven and earth, that I will take nothing from a thread to a sandal strap, a lashet, and that I will not take anything that is yours, lest you should say, I have made Abraham rich. Brethren, it is not what man gives to you that makes you rich. The king of Sodom was after riches he could see. But Abraham was after the blessing. Abraham was after what? The blessing. Because once God pronounced the blessing on you, that, you know, riches will be, will be running after you and overtaking you. So that's why tithe is a covenant. Don't let anybody tell you that uh, people are doing that. People are doing that. If you like, you say, God, I want to tithe. Even my life, I tithe it to you. That's why even a day is 24 hours. Have you tightened it to God? To say out of the 24 hours, 10% of it is two hours, 40 minutes. I will spend it with you. It's not only in prayer. It can be even in talking to somebody about God. How do I know? It's still in that same Malachi. Let me show you. Malachi chapter 4. Now you used to pray, and I told some people I've been talking about it. Malachi chapter 4. I will show you. <laughs> Verse 16. Malachi chapter 4, verse 16. He said, Those who feared the Lord, they did what? They spoke one to another. <laughs> and then the Bible said, What? And the Lord had, God listened, and a book of remembrance was opened. So as you are talking to somebody, my dear, see what God has done. Oh. Eh? 
and then you are encouraging another person. Don't worry, your own time will come. I don't look at that. You know, you are talking to yourself, but God is doing what? Listening. God is listening. And he said, a book of remembrance. For those who fear the Lord and who do what? Meditate on his name. You need to meditate on the name of God. Amen? Amen. Did somebody learn something today? Yes. God has told us that we should go away from the foundation works. We are going where? Deeper. Deeper. Leave the foundation work of salvation. That's what the Bible tells us. Let's come away from that foundation. Do all what we are doing. Foundation work, salvation, give your life to Christ. Uh, Holy Ghost uh, baptism, uh, consecration. Oh God, give me this. Oh God, bless me. God, do this for me. God, do. He said we should now go deeper. Let's leave those work of foundation of repentance from sin. But let us now strive to enter more and more. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Let's, let's just bow down our heads. Let's pray first. Now, Father, send your water into my life. Send that mist, that water, that water to water my life now. I don't want to be dry anymore. I don't want to be an unfruitful vine. But Lord, water the garden of my life. That tree that will give me food, 
That tree that will beautify my life. Father, Lord God, come and open my eyes. Open my understanding, oh God. Open my understanding, open my eyes, oh God. Lord, you see, Almighty God, that those trees, the tree that will beautify my life, the tree that will bring me food, Almighty God. Open the eyes of my family, Almighty God, to identify the purposes of trees, of the different trees that is in my environment. There will be different trees that you have planted in life. The tree that is good for my beautification. The tree that is good for food. Oh, Lord, open my understanding. I need wisdom, Almighty God. I need my eyes to be open to see the good tree. To see the good tree. The tree that is good to beautify my life, Almighty God. The tree that is good to beautify even my environment, to beautify my family. The tree that is good for food. Open my eyes, Almighty God. Let me see and let me begin to say. Let me begin to partake of it. Let me begin to use it for those purposes. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, help me, O God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. You want to pray also about even that mist. You know, the Holy Spirit is taking me back to that mist. The mist is so important. Father, Lord God, the mist, that any money mist. Lord, whenever there is that mist that will do me good, Father, give me a nod, Almighty God. Let me be able to, to, to access it, to be a partaker of that mist, oh God. Let that mist come. Let that mist come. Let me enter into that mist, Almighty God. Let that mist come into my life. Let it come into my family. Let it come all around me. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, the mist, oh God, that came from the ground, the mist that came from the ground, that watered the face of the earth. Father of God, Lord God Jehovah, let that mist that came up from the earth, that watered the whole face of the ground. Father, let me be a partaker of that mist. The mist of the Lord in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I'm thanking you. In Jesus' name, I have prayed. Amen. Amen. Another prayer. I want to pray. Father, where my Havila is, that land that is called Havila, that city that is called Havila, that has good gold, that good gold that belongs to me, Oh Lord, direct me there. Direct my footsteps there. That land, that land called Adela, that land full of good gold, that even has pigeon tongue and has onyx, oh Lord. Father, I am asking, oh my God, that you let me there, order my footsteps, oh my God. Order my footsteps to my own Adela. Order my footsteps to my own Adela. In the name of Jesus Christ. Where Havila is, oh God, my Havila, my land of gold, oh mighty God, order my steps there, mighty God. I want to get there, and I want to take possession of my possession, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you, Lord, from today, oh mighty God, I will hear your voice, oh God, I will have a dream, oh God, you will make me to my Havila. To the land of gold, good gold in the name of Jesus Christ. Your favor will shine upon me in the mighty name of Jesus. I possess my possession in the mighty name of Jesus. It belongs to me. And I thank you, God, my Lord, in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, I have prayed. Amen. Now, we saw in Genesis, in the book of Genesis 25, where it was Ishmael and his family, his genealogy. 
his, his, his people were living under land. That even Ishmael died there. Any principality of power, even though they are dead or living, but they are sitting upon my wealth. Let the feet of the Lord right now begin to remove them. Remove them right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Any principality of power, any spirit of Ishmael that is sitting and enjoying my wealth. Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We are so grateful. Thank you, Lord. What you have started, oh God, please complete it. Amen. By the time we come back next week, let us come back rejoicing. Amen. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let us stretch our hands toward the blessing that the Lord has used to bless us today and prophesy to our life that all the virtues that have gone out of our body will be replenished by God's sevenfold. Let us prophesy on the life of our pastor. And I will never see one from God Almighty. God will grant it to her. She will never lack any good thing. She will stand, she will not fall. Our star will keep on rising, will not fall. No evil will fall her. Because he's interceding for others. God will intercede for her. And that thing of him in Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Every time, every time, uh, because of the new commands among God, we normally have, we mostly, we put books on the screen, we have our account on the screen, you can just pay straight into the account. And then, I so the the Bible tells us that uh, they say when you give, you receive. And uh, in the Second Corinthians chapter nine, verse seven, God says you should give what you purpose in your heart, for God loves cheerful giver. And um, not only this, uh, we were told. In a look, chapter 6, verse 38, God said, Give and it will be given to you. Good pressure. Press down, shake it together, and run it over. We may give unto you, for the same measure you measure, it will be given unto you. So when you are giving to God, give with cheerful heart, so that God will accept it cheerfully, and God will. We bless whatever you have in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Give and it shall be given unto you. Amen. When you see me dance, I dance like a winner man. When you see me dance, I dance like a winner man. When you see me dance, I dance like a
praise the Lord. You can just spend the million you are using to beg unto God up so that I know many of us have already done direct debit accounts and some are just doing it now. Let us pray unto God concerning this offering that you have given to God that God should use it as a token to, to meet your needs. So that whatever you desire from God that you've been looking for and you are not receiving, that because of this token you have given unto God, that you will receive them. Let us pray. Let us pray concerning this, uh, our, this in our offering. Let us pray concerning because God is here and then as we receive, as we ask, so shall it be because he cares for you, because God loves you, uh, because God thinks of you. Because you know that all things are made by him for a purpose. So let us pray. Let us pray. Let us pray. Let us pray. Let us in Jesus name we pray everlasting God we thank you for these wonderful gifts you have given unto us it is your property, and that's why we are giving the token we have unto you. Because in the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 30, it says that if our God cares so wonderfully for white flowers, it will certainly care, I mean, He will certainly care for you. So, because we think of giving back unto God today, God will care for you. God will grant you all the desires of your heart. God will meet you at point of need. You will walk and you will not be weary. You will run and you will not fall. When you even walk through the water, the water will not overflow you. When you walk through the rivers, you will not be drawn. And when you walk through fire, it will not burn you. And the time of the enemy will not touch any of you. God shall be well with you, with your family, with your children. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for coming today. In Jesus' name we pray. Praise the Lord. And the you've been here before. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. I was just wondering, have you? Is this your first time here? Okay. We just welcome you. If you, if you would like to come and. You are welcome in the name of the Lord. You are welcome in the name of the Lord. 
Jesus has seen her before. No? Okay, if you can come forward and let us know. That's what I'm asking. Yeah. She's a child of God. If you can come forward, please. Now, and don't say, don't say if you were so. Let us know who you are. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. 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 Okay. okay. Give her the mic. My name is Atinuke. And um, um, I was just looking for a redeemed church. And I was just Googling. Yeah. If you can come forward, let us have the pastor. Daddy. So, Father, we thank you. Let's get from our hands, Sister, Sister Tinuke. Lord, we thank you for Sister Tinuke. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for that, Lord. Thank you because we have brought her to the
Let us stand up and let us let us share this grace. Before before we share the grace, let us pray and ask God to visit each and every one of us this week. Let us ask for peace, abundance, peace. Whatever it is we have been asking for, that God will grant it to us in the mighty in the name of Jesus. That our going out and our coming in will be according to God's grace and God's mercy in the mighty name of Jesus. That we will not leave our house and be wondering what is going to happen when we come back in the name of Jesus. That eternal peace, Lord, we are asking for this week, oh Lord. Let it be a blessed week for us, a week full of blessings in the name of Jesus. That God will grant us, oh Lord, Father, our heart's desire, whatever it is that we have been asking for, that the Lord will open the door of heaven for us this week in the name of Jesus. So, Father, we just thank you, Lord. We just honor and bless you, Lord. We give you all honor, praise, glory, and adoration. In Jesus' mighty name, we have